Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I am Jennifer, and I'm joined today by Danielle. Hello. And we are coming off a week-long trip in San Diego, California, where Danielle and I joined about 3,000 marketing marketing professionals at the Social Media Marketing World Conference. Yes, that is a mouthful. But it has been an amazing week. I feel like we've learned so much information, and now we want to share with you some of the tips and tricks that we've learned in this past week. Yeah, so this past week, um, so Danielle and I both came out to San Diego and did the divide and conquer um, kind of philosophy of how we were going to tackle this massive conference. And I went down the um, social media customer service track because more and more um, what we deal with from a, from a strategy standpoint with the practices that we work with, it, we're seeing more and more that you know from a marketing side, it's not so much about just putting great content out there on social media and you know, recognizing our doctors for Doctors' Day, or new employees, or talking about you know the latest and greatest knee replacement, or patient testimonial for a hearing aid that a patient got. More and more, our patients are going online to leave us reviews, which is something we all deal with all the time, mm-hmm. and they're actually engaging on social networks for their customer service issues. And so, I was really interested in that customer service track. And got a lot out of that, and I'm excited to share with our listeners here at the Doctor Marketing Podcast everything that we learned in social customer service and how we can apply that back in our practices. Yeah, and in my role, I focus a lot on the social media, the reputation management. So I did kind of like a hodgepodge of a bunch of different classes and workshops. Um, I focused on, um, like I said, the social classes. So I did some Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, um, and then I did take a, uh, a couple customer service classes as well because as Jen mentioned that is a huge um, trend nowadays with marketing it's not just uh, you know your pretty flyers and your cool social posts it's customer service as well yeah I'm really excited to hear about um, what you learned about Pinterest in particular because we've had some successes um, really small successes with Pinterest and I know that um, as the wild wild west goes that Pinterest is still something that that you can capitalize on. And I'm really interested too in what you learned about LinkedIn yes. because we've got some clients out there and you know our own business um, business page as well, but some clients out there that really like to use LinkedIn. And it's funny because I get doctors that will text message me all the time asking about their LinkedIn profiles. Yeah. And so I'm really interested to hear what you learned on LinkedIn too. Yeah. And like you said about even our own, it makes you think like, like you said, LinkedIn and Pinterest are kind of the, the forgotten few because Facebook and Twitter kind of rule rule the social media space so those are ones that's like oh yeah maybe we should focus on those more absolutely yeah so um let's talk about just some top level themes so in today's podcast it won't be too long but what we want to talk about are just kind of the the top level things that we were seeing and hearing and what people were talking about most at this year's social media marketing world conference so um danielle what's the first top level theme that, that you've got your hands around the first thing which is kind of what i just said is like putting people back in social. There was uh, one of the speakers 
um, they said, people is social and social is people. So it's, you know, it's easy to set it and forget it. You schedule all your Facebook posts and while, of course, they're probably great content, um, you kind of forget the community side of Facebook, or not just Facebook, but really any social media platform and really putting the people in the community back in social was a huge theme. Yeah, I really noticed that the first night that they had um, the keynote address was actually focused on regular customer service and, you know, getting offline and putting those um, user experiences offline and not just being on the online side. And I thought that there was there were quite a few um, breakout sessions that focused on that that focused on things that were happening out of the internet. Right. You know, and really from a customer service standpoint is, you know, you got to, you got to focus first on the patient and on that overall customer experience offline before you can be social from an online perspective. So um, what I really took is, you know, stop trying to create social experience and start focusing on real life experience of what your patients are dealing with in their practice. And that, you know, when something happens offline, it's immediately going to go to an online um, online forum. So if you put your focus on those social relationships within your practice, with your employees, with your doctors, you know, with your with your patients, whether it's before they come to the practice for their appointment, after they come to the practice, but focus on delivering great patient care and overall customer service. And you know, your offline relationships with your patients are gonna matter more and more because of the social component. Yeah, that kind of ties into really two themes that kind of mesh together, like customer service as well as keeping that personal side online as well. So it's like those are kind of two big themes is customer service offline and then also being an actual human being online and not sounding like a robot. Absolutely. And we talked about that when we talked about online reviews. Right. You know, and, you know, especially in a regulated industry like healthcare is, you know, you've got this standard canned response sometimes that you're giving, whether it's on social media or whether it's on Yelp or health grades or something like that. And, you know, the general consensus, even with the healthcare folks, Mm -hmm. was that there might be some interpretation open to HIPAA and that once somebody puts their customer, um, kind of their details of their patient experience online, um, you know, HIPAA was written well before any of this other, this stuff even was in play and that there might be a little bit of interpretation to actually being a human when it comes to social media. You know, you don't have to put that, that standard canned response. You can actually sound like a normal person and respond like a normal person. And, you know, a little humor goes a long way. And that was kind of the general consensus. You want it to be conversational, Mm -hmm. but you don't want it to be conversational in a way that's planned out. You need to give your folks that are, that are on social media or dealing with the customer on social media, the authority to have a real relationship, which is why, you know, this social interaction and being real on social media isn't just about um, your social media or your marketing person. It's not the marketing person's job to go necessarily into social media and interact with patients. It's time to bring somebody from an operations level in and give them the authority to go and start responding to patients on a regular basis. And so I think that was, you know, that was one of the big themes, mm-hmm. putting the social back in social. Yeah, and uh, all this talk about humans, it's kind of funny that our other big top-level theme is bots. So yeah, what is a bot? A robot uh, kind of helping with your customer service or with your automated things that are maybe medial tasks every day that take up a bunch of time that you can set these magical little bots to help you out. So, um, yeah. the, one of the, so like we said before, so one of the keynotes was all about, you know, 
the customer experience kind of in the first hundred days and putting the social back in social. And the second day, we had a keynote in the morning on artificial intelligence and bots. And Danielle and I both looked at each other and we're like, this is like the stuff that the Terminator movie yeah. um, was made of. You know, you, we all realize what a bot is. We don't realize what a bot is, but we all interact with bots. Like, for example, the um, the suggested shopping experience on Amazon. Yeah. That is um, an AI experience in a bot that's generating information. Um, Facebook Messenger, the WhatsApp, Slack, those are all examples of bots. Yeah, and really any... Um I, something that I didn't realize, it's like things that you already use that you didn't necessarily think of as a bot. Like if you use a program to automatically schedule your social media posts, that's considered a bot. Um, like Jen said, Facebook Messenger. Um, there's some things, it's it's like a if this, then that, and that's actually um, a program that is used, but it's also just an idea. Like if this happens, then that happens. And so it's like an automated thing that, that happens whenever a customer or a patient triggers the cycle to begin. I was really blown away by um, the fact that it, um, we were told in the keynote that bots and messaging um, messaging bots and bots in general have actually surpassed the social networks from a traffic standpoint. So WhatsApp and Slack have actually surpassed usage on Facebook. That's how many interactions are going on within these um, within these bots. I and I think that our listeners are probably like, "What the heck does a bot have to do with my practice?" I think it's something worth paying attention to, mm-hmm. and um, if we heard one theme as it related to like artificial intelligence and bots, it's that if you have a, a question that gets asked of your practice more than let's say three or four times, that is something that eventually could be um, that could be automated so that you don't have to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. And um, they said like if you're using a template for anything right now, eventually that template will become part of an AI. Right. And, um, you know, some examples of these kind of AI and bots and how they're using them out into the marketplace is, um, so, like, if you talk to Siri or if you talk to Alexa, I talk to Alexa a lot. Mm-hmm. It was funny. We were in one of the, we were in one of the sessions and she was referring to Siri and somebody's Siri just came on. That's so funny. And, yeah. and started asking, like, interacting with the Can speaker. Yes, yeah. basically that's what happened. Um, but I thought it was interesting. They they used examples of like kids with autism mm-hmm. that um, yeah. are more comfortable talking to Alexa or Siri than they are to the parent. And the um, the gentleman that was talking about it said, you know, his son was autistic, and his son, you know, would ask him like thirty times in a row the same question. And you know what that's like is when you know it's it's the why 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 why. But Siri or Alexa never gets tired mm-hmm. of talking or answering that question. And so um, there's been some studies of kids with um, autism that are interacting really well using um, machine learning and using artificial mm-hmm. intelligence and bots and Siri and, and Alexa. And it's crazy talk. Yeah, it is. And then they had a, um, an example of um, senior citizens mm-hmm. using um, Alexa in a senior citizen environment where you have you know these old folks who people don't come around to visit them at the nursing home or they've been left to themselves and they're able to interact with an individual which happens to be um, artificial intelligence on you know Alexa having conversations. Yeah, it's it's crazy the way technology is going. I know one of the other examples was uh, 
even just shopping in a store. I think she said in Japan that they have these facial recognition softwares that can tell if you're coming in the store, like you know what you want, like you know, you're just going to come in, get it, and get out. Or they can also tell by your face if you're coming to browse. And then so then the, the um, person working in the store knows how to greet you or what you need. And they have actually had higher revenues because of this facial recognition software. Yeah, the facial recognition thing kind of flipped me out a bit because they said they were talking about if you have a product that you're selling and you're on like a, you're on a Skype call or something with somebody, you can turn on facial recognition and then, you know, it'll overlay on your computer and you'll know whether or not what you're saying is resonating with the person and if you should go down a different path. You know, some interesting... um, I was paying attention to like some examples of like mainstream companies that are using artificial intelligence and bots because if the mainstream companies are using it, eventually right. everybody else it'll trickle down. Um, Nordstrom just launched their their shopping bot. So essentially, when you go to Nordstrom.com and the little pop up shows up and it says, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and what are you shopping for. And then it will make suggestions, kind of like Amazon does, but it'll make suggestions um, of what they think that you might want to buy. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole idea was that the Nordstrom experience, which is a remarkable experience if you've ever had it before with the personal shopping, is they're bringing that to an online um, online arena. You know, and they said Sephora does a lot of um, a lot of bots. CoverGirl does a lot of interaction because it's a younger generation that's using this. Um, this technology mm-hmm. 1-800-Flowers has um, has um, a bot that handles all their customer service and their predictive shopping the Amazon one we talked about they said that um, Zootopia that movie that came out mm-hmm. last year Zootopia has an interactive bot that the kids were using to help solve crimes yeah you know and they said that you know that that just blew up and took off so you know I think it's something for us all to start paying attention to um, the experts at the keynote said that you know the next generation of bots will be related to um, voice interaction. So you'll see more and more with Alexa and Siri. I don't know how much that translates to um, you know our listeners' medical practices, but eventually it will translate. So just pay attention. But I think that was a big theme: yeah. is this whole automated learning bots, artificial intelligence, and how it relates to the customer experience and um, kind of social interaction. Right. I know one one last point on that um, topic is that uh, I know they were saying some bots are able to recognize the conversation in like written text. So to kind of relate it to medical practices is when you get reviews, it can notice like, oh, this is has a negative connotation or a positive connotation or this review is talking about your front desk staff or this review is kind of talking about this um, department. So it, it helps you kind of categorize your presence online. So I think that's that's where it can relate to medical. Yeah, Danielle and I have copious notes <laughs> on this whole um, keynote about the artificial intelligence. And they gave a bunch of examples, and we will make sure that we put them into the show notes, um, a couple of the things that we wrote down, but a bunch of examples of how you can um, go out there and certain bots that we can play with. Mm-hmm. And like she was saying, like they literally can be set up, and you could you can set it up through some um, different technologies that are available, mainly that are free, so that you can. It'll predict the trends that are out there, and I think that I think you're absolutely right. I think you nailed it, Danielle. That is where there's an opportunity to predict trends. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so then that brings us to the next theme, and it's the one that I latched on most closely to, and that was social customer service. You know, the fact is your patients are going to go and they're going to get the answers to their questions or they're going to try to get conflict resolution or they're just going to go out there and gripe. And you have to be where your customers are. And if your patients are on Facebook, then you've got to have a team there on Facebook. And if your patients are using Yelp, then you've got to have a game plan of how you're going to interact with patients using Yelp. Or if you need to automate something, then you need to pay attention to that last theme that we're talking about, which is kind of, you know, where we're going with these bots and these messaging applications and artificial intelligence. Because the your patient and the general consumer is starting to, um, or is already like knee deep in the expectation of getting, you know, quick resolution to their problems in the manner that they want to have them resolved and that's where this thing is going. I think that's where social media is going. I think that's how you're bringing the, the social back in social. And I think that's the key for social media and customer service moving forward. Yeah, definitely. And like like you said, patients are going to go online. They're going to complain. Um, obviously, the first step to hopefully avoid them complaining online is having excellent customer service to prevent that in the first place. But um, I know one of the, the things that I heard was... Uh, no reply is a reply. So, you know, somebody puts this nasty comment and if you don't respond or have some sort of plan in place for when that type of thing happens, then somebody else is going to see that and, well, they didn't say anything, so that must be true or they didn't, you know, it's kind of like defending yourself or, you know, just showing that you care or that you even saw that they had a complaint or a concern. So I think that's extremely important and the, the no reply is a reply was a huge that's a that's a really yeah. good point. And the yeah. fact is, this is this is a major theme. This was three thousand marketing professionals, and there was an entire track dedicated to um, customer service and social media. So, social customer service really something to put on your radar, and something that's really applicable to your practice. Kind of the last theme that I noticed, and it's something we talk about all the time, is just online reviews. Yeah. Online reviews in general, every session from a customer service standpoint that I went to, there was somebody in the healthcare industry that would stand up and either make comment or ask questions of the experts related to, you know, kind of the trials and the tribulations that we have, whether it's with Yelp or health grades or, or yellow pages or, or whatnot, and this plethora of places that customers can go and leave reviews and how, you know, limited and our hands are tied from a healthcare standpoint. So I thought that that was um, something that just kept popping its head up, mm-hmm. and I think that's a, a trend that we're going to definitely have to keep watching from a, um, a practice administration standpoint. Yeah, we you know we always try to focus on the big hitters like Google and Yelp and Health Grades, but um, you know every now and then these small websites come up, and somehow these patients find it's like how did they find that random website yellowbot.com and leave a review? Um, but it's really it's just staying on top of it it changes every day and you know it's I think it's always going to be a battle but I think staying on top of it and having a plan to react is is extremely important yeah and I think it's all tied together Mm -hmm. social media customer service online reviews the way that we're dealing with things like through the artificial intelligence and the bots those were the themes and that was kind of the overarching theme of our last week in San Diego for the Social Media Marketing World Conference. 
And um, I don't know about you, Danielle, but let's go jump on a plane and get home to Orlando. Yes. Um, It's been a long week, but we have a lot of good information that we took away. And um, we will definitely be putting it in some upcoming podcast episodes so that our listeners can get the most out of our experience and our time focusing on the things that are happening in the realm of social media and customer service. So with that, I am Jennifer. And I'm Danielle. And we want to say thank you for joining us today on the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.